Welcome to the Raging Rolls podcast. I'm your DM, Jeremy Roberts. The Raging Rolls play live on Thursdays on twitch.tv slash ragingrolls. This podcast is an unedited reproduction of that stream, minus the breaks. Apart from Twitch, you can find us at bio.link slash ragingrolls. This season, we're playing Icewind Dale, Rime of the Frostmaiden. The frozen north is a cold and isolated place where Oral the Frostmaiden has cast a spell that places all of Icewind Dale in a perpetual winter. Join us as we discover if our group of adventurers can rid the north of the Frostmaiden's wrath and restore prosperity to the lands. And now, on with the chaos. Good evening everyone, welcome to episode 6. <laughs> Raging Rolls playing Icewind Day of Rama the Frostmaiden. Um, just just one sneaky little announcement before we get back into it. Um, for those playing along at home in the Discord, you might have seen a new event that was added into our event schedule on the 7th of September. This is we're going to bring in the old DM of Doom, and him and I are going to chat through all things being a DM. So that involves prepare about things, planning encounters, dealing with situations on the fly, and so on and so on and so on. So I'm very keen to get everyone else's questions or thoughts on this kind of thing as well. So feel free, please drop them into our Discord. Um, selfishly, this is very much for me um, to start out with as uh, taking learnings from DM Doom has been doing this for years. And I'm really keen to see how he prepares things and can contrast how I do it right now, help me try and find shortcuts and make things a bit easier. Just to throw it out there though, Jez, like DMing us would be so easy. There's no shenanigans, <laughs> no craziness, <laughs> no, it's, you know, we stick to the script. We're pretty easy going. It's so predictable. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was talking to Noah about planning tonight's session last night. He's like, what, he's like, what you need that is like a map of Weisswind on your wall with the red string going from where they are here and where they are there. I'm like, like a crazy person. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm really excited about kicking that off. That'll be on our once, that'll be, that, that will be running once a month, typically on the first Thursday of the month, I think. So first one will be on the 7th of September, same time, same place. Come and join us. Um, and also you'll find it along with all these episodes on our brand new podcast and still i haven't put the link in the chat thing but do just go search uh, anywhere in spotify or, or Pod apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast today just search up raging rolls and you will find us do you God, think that my... the chat with you and um and the dm of doom will involve how to set up links to all the socials well, it might. It might. If you need to get the links to all the socials, Dave, you know where you go? You go to bio.link slash ragingrolls. And there you'll find us on every platform, including a podcast. Ah, without further ado, shall we dive in to episode six? Oh, yeah.
guys go to be serious. Okay, serious people. And we're back. Okay. Uh, last we left off. You drank the night away at Stone's Tavern, giving Boz a send-off with the locals. Eventually, Jorgen returns, covered in snow, and joins you. You eventually take yourselves back to your homes or the inn for the night to sleep it off. And the next morning you wake a little later than you would have hoped. And it's now 10am before you all end up at the inn together, along with Tali. Oh, I'm glad you're all here, finally. Uh, I'm really excited to see uh, what this thing is up in Lonelywood. Perhaps it's an entirely new species. Well, let me know when you're ready to go. I'll, I'll be here. Just waiting. What would you like to do? Um, yep, she's definitely going to be waiting. Yes, I'm In part, what are we doing? What? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, I just need to say goodbye to my children, um, as I assume we're going to be away for a while. But um, other than that, there's not much else. Unless, does anyone want to go fishing again? The voice is a little no, rough that's... when we're fishing. <laughs> Our fishing expedition went so well last time. Many fish oh, yes. were caught. <laughs> All five of them. What was that, Beatrice? Oh, I, um, I'd rather... not. I'd rather go dynamite fishing in a bathtub. I feel like that would be more effective. <clears throat> that can be uh that can be arranged. You'd rather be <laughs> shot to death with a bunch of ice knives. Too soon? Too soon. What's you have hidden away in that brain? What's going on there? Impa just uh glares at Jorgen. Are you really saying that? Okay. <laughs> he just thought it. <laughs> really <laughs> loudly. That, that's a dog. <laughs> you're, you're covered in snow. What is the yes. meaning of this? You disappeared. Where did you go? Yeah, I didn't notice that. I, uh, I just wanted to check out if there were any other clues. End up finding anything? It's a yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> Inside check. Inside check, indeed. Well, I got a natural. <laughs> no. Is there another one coming? Oh, Sorry, I'm doing something. I'd like to go with that Jack. Someone dropped me. You guys, shall we take five minutes while while Team Beatrice and Greykov attempt to reboot the internet? You guys want to reboot the internet? I got a 19 on my dice. Plus three. Okay, that's a 22. Penny, witness. Witness my roll. Where is that witness camera going? Witness me! <laughs> okay, right. Witness this. 
Jorgen was indeed uh, searching for other clues. Okay. And we'll, we'll, right. we'll pick up right there. Uh, <laughs> we believe you. <laughs> I, I understand that there were, uh, there's been some other murders in the region. Uh, all with similar hallmarks or MOs of a nice, an ice knife to the heart. Hmm. This happened to be black ice, or just regular ice? This happened to be black ice, do you? Well, it, does sound like a, it does sound like a very nice drink, to be honest. From what you heard, it was just mentioned to be a single ice knife. And uh, the, the locals have drawn their own conclusions, or are wondering whether Boz met the same fate, or is this just different skull fuckery? Well, did oh, I, do the other ones have scarves stubbed down their throats? No, and rather than being turned into a human pincushion, it was just the one. Yeah. I was about the to say one that. blade. So similarities, mm. the differences, and uh, we have a murder in East Haven, Targos, and not only three days ago. Someone in Bryn Shanda. Uh, do you have any details about that, Jorgen? I have it in my handy Slack message from the DM <laughs> for 10 minutes prior to this. <laughs> to, to make up yeah. for my absence. Is that where you went? Those, um, those three places. Uh, the places who didn't give life It's not just me, right? No, no I'm losing them, but I'm worried about talking over the top of them if they are. Talking. Yeah, same. I'll go say goodbye Hello. to the children whilst they uh, reboot their internet very quickly. <laughs> I, very well. If we're headed to Targos anyway. Maybe we can find out more about the murder that happened there. It was a human shipbuilder. Might not be a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, that was the plan. We were going to go there. Um, I'll uh, go and uh, I'll say, say goodbye to the kids. Um, and then we'll continue on from there. Okay. Uh, maybe I should escort you in, but just in case the character decides to come back again, oh, maybe target you I, or something. I hope they do. Me too. She says with a slightly uh, scary glint in her eye. <laughs> um, just before you leave, but as you walk out the door, uh, Cora, the innkeeper, steps forward to you, uh, Jorgen, and Tolbin. It's like. Oh, Jorgen, good to see you again. Is there anything I can get you before... Are you, are you heading out somewhere? Well, we're just heading out for a uh, a few days to just go and look into a few things. Where, you know, not, not everything's been kosher around here lately. Things have been a bit unsafe. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. Are you planning to try and uh, make it more safe for us all? 
Ah, uh, look, it, it's more we just trying to work out what it is. You know, uh, if if it's just a bear, we'll take care of a bear. That's fine. Mm. Um, we've got some new people that have come to town that, you know, we're not we're not exactly we're still working them out, and uh, just a lot of things happening all at once. We're just trying to investigate a little bit. Okay, okay. Um, you, you know about who are yes? Now he was. Uh, disappeared two months ago. Do, do keep an eye out for him, yes? Oh, always. Always. Oh, yeah. I, I don't... I... I'll always keep an eye out for him, but I don't want to um, give you any unnecessary hope. You know, the times are tough and we need hope, but we need to put our hope in, in things that are real. And, uh, look, two months is a very long time for someone to be gone. Especially in these parts. Yeah, it is. That's what worries me, that, that he's out there on the ice somewhere. Yeah. Look, if he's out there, we'll uh, we'll be sure to let him know that uh, he's, he's always got a place at home. Well, thank you, Tolvin. I, I really always. appreciate it. Always. Is, look, um, it's going to sound weird, but, you know, in case anything has messed around with his mind or, you know, he's been under... A, a lot of pressure the last couple of months and he's changed a little bit. Is there anything I can remind him of that will, you know, make him think of home? Favorite meal, a pet, you know, so something that will help him remember and, and remember you and know that I'm I'm on your team. Um, yes, one moment. And she hurries off and she brings back this a small, like a beaded bracelet that it looks like a child had made mm. and she gives it to you and says we made this together when he was very young tell him I, I miss him and I want him home absolutely this is this is exactly what sort of thing I was thinking of um, as as he kind of takes a hold of the bracelet he thinks for a second and uh he just reaches up behind his ear. He go. He just. <clears throat> it's gonna. It's gonna sound weird, but I'm gonna give you this scale to to just hold on to. Put it in a pocket or put it at the back or something. But just just know exactly where it is at all times. And um, oh, yeah. It's just, look. It's just important for you to have the scale. All right. As much as it's important for me to have the bracelet. Uh, okay. Um. I'll, I'll keep it safe, Tobin. Yeah. This, this is... I never knew. Look, this is, this is not a, uh, you know, just coming in for a drink and a chat type situation, right? This is this is important. This is, uh, you know, not, not the normal. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, well, don't let me keep you. I mean, Godspeed and... May 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 the frost maiden clear a path for you, I guess. But we all know what that's going to be like. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll do our best. And she turns oh, and continues, kind of tidying chairs away and looking after the place. Okay. Impa, you were saying goodbye to the kids. Uh, yes, I'll um, go over to Pura's, uh, where I spent the night. I didn't 
stay in the house without anyone there. Um, yes. Okay. You open a knock on the door. Um, it takes a moment. You can hear some, some giggling and things behind the door before you open it and everything turns silent as she says, Oh, Impa, you, you're here. Did, did you want to take the children? You can see Zelda and Link in the background saying, ah, and they run over and grab your leg. Uh, children. Um, no, uh, Pura, I was um, just coming to say goodbye for a little bit. Um, I'm going to go out to uh, Targos and follow a lead on the one that took Boss, as we discussed last session. You know, I, I have trouble with my memory these days, Simpa. Some things just take a second to sink in, but yes, I remember. You, you, you take care of you, and, and yes. leave me here. I will, I will look after the children. And thank you. And hopefully, the gold that I gave you will help as well. And Hendrickson over at the um, Stones Tavern, I think it was, has also offered his help as well. Oh, bless him. I'll uh, make sure I pop over and say my thank yous later this afternoon. Alright. Well, Link, Zelda, I'll see you. Shouldn't be too long. And hopefully with your father when I'm back. And Link says, you're leaving again, Mom? Only for a little while. But I'll, uh, I'll have lots of stories uh, of brave battles. And oh. I'll teach you all the things that I learned with that wooden sword of yours. Oh. Yeah, and Link just runs off away for a second, comes back with his wooden sword, like, ready. And when we get back, we'll go over it. But also remember, don't hit your sister with that. <laughs> with that comedy kind of turns to your sister and, like, fake... Fake attacks are. No, Link. Throughout that time, Zelda is not not doing much. She kind of gets like pushes him away a little bit, and just walks up to you slowly, gives you a, a, a big hug again, hug looks you in the eye, and says, "Remember, mother, the forest listens, the shadows watch, and the ice remembers. And even when you're alone, you're never truly alone." Oh, I know that I carry a bit of you, each of you with us, and your father as well. Me too. Alright, come here. And I'll grab them both and give them a big, big bear hug. They start giggling and carrying on <laughs> before you put them down again. Alright, behave for Pura. We um, will! Pura. Pura. Thank you again. No, no trouble, dear. And then I'll head off. I'll, um, as the door closes, I'll quickly make a beeline to uh, Impus and Boz's house and just try one thing very quickly. Um, I'll go to Boz's body because I don't know how shit works. Um, and I will cast commands on his body and say, Rise. And see what happens. 
you focus all your energy on this, like with the last ditched attempt to try and reverse what has been done. And after a few seconds of stillness, you realize that attempt was futile. Stillness strong enough. And then I'll go and meet up with the rest of the party. Okay, back at the inn, you all meet up. Tali sees you all return and says, oh, you, you've all <clears throat> ready to go. This is I have some questions for Jorgen that I didn't get to finish. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, Jorgen, when you came by this information, was this like, did the town folks the murders themselves were they surprised were they worried were they concerned or were they did they know why this had happened no it's it's just rumors and rumblings and townsfolk drawing parallels between the, the three murders in these other towns and Boz's unfortunate device oh, so you didn't hear anything from the townsfolk that lived there directly no just around the town our town this town our town yeah okay never mind but it it's certainly an interesting thread to to follow three three murders in three separate towns with a similar mo oh no it's not exactly the same mo as as what happened with boz but someone's up to no good Oh, no, I, I believe that um, the speakers of these towns are definitely on board with what's happening, unfortunately. they um, These three towns that you mention are the ones that conduct the human sacrifices to the Frost Maiden. So the MOs line up perfectly with that. And these uh, speakers gave their blessings for this to actually occur. So, not a murder, more a human sacrifice. Well, I guess that depends on the position of the townsfolk and whether they'd agreed, I guess. Are you saying that the speaker here may have had a hand in what happened to Boz? Um, no, I didn't necessarily say that. No, I said these other speakers, so all of the speakers got together, right? And they decided about what sacrifices would be appropriate to give to the Frost Maiden. Some of them decided that life and sacrificing lives to the Frost Maiden would be appropriate. That is not the case here in this town. I don't know. I had some musings earlier that potentially the speaker... I'm not sure of the exact timeline, but may have sacrificed his own sanity, possibly to buy time for the town, but that's just my own kind of musings on the matter before and, a life would be taken within the town. And one of these speakers was in Targos, though, so when we get there, we should definitely speak to the speaker. Oh, I would be very, very careful about how you tread around the loyalists. Those who do have a penchant for human sacrifice are not going to take lightly to people intruding on their business. Are these willing 
sacrifices like people volunteer or step up to it that's why i was asking who you'd heard from who heard the uh, rumors from just to, to gain an insight well i uh, think it's just our townsfolk not not necessarily knowing themselves but whether it's an, an endorsed sacrifice that the population likes to partake in or someone randomly gets selected and well we could sit here speculating until uh the snow cows come home but i think we should go there and see for ourselves i somewhat agree dm dm did would i have picked up any of that chatter in my absence session wonderings your question is are they like would i gather whether those sacrifices are the type that people volunteer for willingly because for glory and favor of the gods kind of thing or you are selected <laughs> the lottery yay you didn't yeah. hear you only heard about three different murders the topic of the sacrifices made to Sacrifice. oral in each town weren't brought up. Okay, so it's been interpreted as murder, not sacrifice. Because our townsfolk don't believe in sacrifice. Then maybe they don't even know. I mean, like, they the, to. the tavern keeper here and the other tavern keepers know because they took over, <clears throat> excuse me, from the speaker here because of his senility. Sorry, in answer to your earlier question, no, I, it, it just sounds like murders. Murder is afoot. Mm. I think discussing this with the other towns when we're investigating should be done carefully. Lightly, I think. Mm. Oh, shall we get moving? Yes, let's. I'm already packed, ready to go. I have said my goodbyes. Tolvin, do you need to speak to your carrots before we go? <laughs> Big good little carrots. Empire, you know that I only talk to the radishes. The carrots come with us. Oh, yes, how silly of me. Um, DM, are we in um, Stone's Tavern? Or, or, and I'll start another question. What, what happened to the elk? Right. The elk. Because uh, you stepped away at the end of the last session, I think. Um, you took it back. You managed to sell it. Uh, how many pounds of meat did you sell it for? I think it was like eight or something high. And I will get your cost on that. So you've made some money off the deer and the elk. Nice. That'll be fine. Let, let me come back to you exactly how much that was. 100,000 platinum pieces. <laughs> you can retire now. <laughs> but to be fair, you did agree to share that with me. Because we both broke <laughs> the deal, so... Ah. Oh. Okay. But nevertheless, you did cut and cut and sell that beast. 
as you all stand up, Tali again grabs her bag, stands up like, I know this may not be an opportune kind of vibe we're going for here, but I'm actually really excited about this. This is new territory for this, this, my studies. I'm so thankful that you can all help me do this. Yes, possible death and starvation and freezing to death. Yes, very exciting. <laughs> oh, Imper, when you put it like that, it sounds horrible, but think of the learning we could achieve. We can learn at what temperature frostbite sets in. Maybe. Imper, you sound a lot like Boz. For all the adventures we used to do, he... Uh... He was colourful in his whinging too. Yes. Yes, he was. All right. Okay. You're all setting out, heading yeah. away from Bremen. Yes? Correct. Um, to Targos! Yeah, I don't want to slow down the expedition. Well, I just need to pick up some new arrows, and I guess there's crossbow bolts for that crossbow. Oh, yes. 20 crossbow bolts. Boz never got to use them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the first ones for him. Um, from his cold, dead corpse. And, and I was maybe thinking of picking up uh, some kind of entrenching tool or shovel. You want to pick up a pooper scooper? <laughs> okay. You do find a small merchant that has a few arrows. Not heaps. I mean, these they're not traveling with loads of arrows. You managed to pick up 10 arrows or five silver and a shovel. You do find one of those fairly easily from the same merchant for, for one silver. Thank you. One what? Silver. Yes. Did um, we work out how much I got from the elk and stuff? No, we no, didn't. No, um, so I've written it down. Just right. We'll chase it up with him. Just put it on my tab. Yes, put on the tab. Exactly. <laughs> yes, the sh shovel is a good idea, Greykov. You you must bury your poop out in the open. You don't want to to step on. That too, yes. Although it is funny when that happens. <laughs> okay. Leaving the outskirts of Bremen behind you, you reach the banks of the Shangan River. All frozen over, save for a small, narrow passage of moving water at its center. It's hard to find the road to Targos. There's no clear path, as everything's been snowed over, um, obscuring any kind of road that may have been there once before. Um, can someone give me a survival check, please? I will, um... Greykov, you know how to track, how to uh, stay safe. Uh, I also have practice. Um, here, let me assist you. Between the two of us, we should perhaps not get lost. Fantastic. Using with your 23, you uh, you stay the path and manage to like stay on course based on what directions you were given uh, prior to leaving. Leaving, and uh, as time passes, 
you eventually see just off to your right this strange set of stones out in the distance and someone give me a perception check or you walk in yeah let's do it does this sound yeah. familiar to anything that i have seen in the past um i don't see the Oh, there it is. That natural one. M kitties. Fourteen. Is it on my map? Jorgen, not twenty. It is not, not on your 20, map. But, uh, okay, I'm gonna like unfill the map and I'm gonna like stand or sidle up next to Greycob and then like be like. I'm not no maptician, but I don't think that is over there. Oh, speaking of, we might want this. <laughs> As you all focus on this area off to the right-hand side in towards the south, you see five sharp-edged, fairly tall stones kind of arranged in a semicircle. You can see four people there, three of them Oh, sorry, one standing a little higher than the others, almost as though he's talking to them, and three just listening intently. What's they wearing? What are they wearing? They're wearing their winter warms. What are you wearing? They're yeah, winter but like, warms. No, no spiky colors or anything? No, like... No, no with your perception check, no. You are not sp spying any uh, spiked collars on these Jared, people. with your perception check... <laughs> What would your what did Jorgen's perception check make Jorgen see? Everything I just described. <laughs> Plus, the main dude is wearing a thong. But, <laughs> no, but they're still about a hundred feet away from you, so they're a little bit small, and and the sound of the wind around you is making it hard to hear anything else as well. Wait, they don't look culty, do they? Sorry, there's there's five stones arranged, but you can also see mm -hmm. four people standing around. They don't look culty, do they? Can I make that they out? Cult vibes. They Similar might, robes. They might be cold. We should see if they're okay. They make a perception check, Jorgen. I just get culty vibes. Maybe they're lost on the way on the road. Maybe they're just frozen in the spot. Does my natural 20 count? From, oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm gonna switch to that one. I'll, I'll, pay, I'll pay the natural twenty from earlier because you were looking at them all anyway. I just missed it. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's like I can I can see them perfectly. Oh, there's something in my eye. God damn it, Beatrice. Oh, I'm gonna like point a casual finger, sort of like towards them, and go. Hark, traveler, who goes there? And a cast message. Oh, okay. I was trying to say that's quite a long way. Um, firstly, they can you're reply gonna... <laughs> in a in a in a whisper that only I can hear. Okay, you're going to. It's very very hard to tell if they're cultists. They are very well rugged up and a long way away. Are you an older? Yeah. <laughs> 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 but they they look like anyone else you would have seen in Bremen or in your travels so far. Um. 
Everyone in Bremen is in the cult. <laughs> Beatrice, remind me what you asked them. Oh, remind me. I was like, basically like a park traveler who goes there. Like, you know, I don't want to like, I don't want to approach them if they're going to like be a massive threat and I don't want them to freak them out and then have them attack us. And uh, so you just, just whisper in their ear of it. Yeah. Like, can, you, can you imagine like, that? You're in the middle of a conversation and someone just is like, who are you? Yeah, just, like, like, up to them is like, hey, baby, what you doing? <laughs> you see, like, the, the one you pointed to was the one kind of talking to the other three. And they immediately stop for a second and kind of look over their shoulders, looking for where that voice come from before spying you off in the distance and you hear a voice in your head that just says come and join us we're preaching and talking of the frost maiden it's I was right it is a cult <laughs> we can't hear this <laughs> we're, like, we're like talk to my companions and be like they're religious zealots um maybe we should just Smile and wave and walk away very quickly. And, and maybe they maybe they have information about what's going on, though. Uh, well, perhaps. I mean, perhaps. just be I've, delicate. <laughs> I've always found the best way to deal with Mormons is with a swift mace to the side of the head. Ah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's that not was... the delicate nature that I'm talking about. That's that's the opposite of delicate. That's. No, no, yes, no, that was, I was making a joke. It seemed a bit tense. I was worried. Ah. Very well. Let's <laughs> venture up there. I'm going to start walking it up towards him. <laughs> oh, wait, what? What? Questions <laughs> to ask. <laughs> oh, shit. Now I've got an image um, of, of Emperor, like, yelling, Mace, 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 as she just bludgeons someone. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, if we're doing this, then I'll just um, pull out a little scrap of paper. I'll just like read it, and then I'll just like reach out and just like poke Beatrice in the back of the arm and cast Shield of Faith on her. So you get a plus two to your uh, AC for the next ten minutes. Okay. You never know; they might be friendly. They might be. Hey, doesn't doesn't hurt. Thank you. As you get closer, you see that the person who responded to you, Beatrice, the one that is now looking at you directly, is welcoming of you. And as you get closer, she's like, come, come and join us. It's We're sending praise to the Frost Maiden for hopes that she may return summer for us and as you're getting closer and closer you can see across these stones these five pillars standing up now looking about seven foot tall probably taller than yourself there Impa. they're covered with stains of frozen blood <laughs> and you can see hey, this is this is not good this is a bad situation you can see um friendly uh there are several kind of hooks driven into the stone 
how, how far away do you think we what are the now? Fuck? How far away from the people? Yep. Uh, probably around 30 feet. Alright, um, I'm going to do detect magic, see if I can detect anything. Okay. Yeah, but and... hurry up, because it's almost bedtime. Do I detect any magic? Or auras or anything? Looking around at that distance, nothing radiates that kind of magical aura that you can make out. Good sign so far. As, as we get closer, just their demeanor's not changing, right? No one's furtively reaching for the hilt of something. I mean, passively, I can sense if they're, like, feigned or something like that. What was it? No. Uh, good and evil. So... Uh, special feign and undead. I doubt there are any of that, so... They are not. No, no, no. They're just fucked up. And... Um, and as you get closer, you can see the furthest pillar from you. It's kind of they're arranged in this, this this circular pattern. It stands behind this this dais with um, a large three foot wide bowl on it, and beyond that, on the pillar that's beyond it, there is the body of a person that's dripping blood and frozen. I'll just oh, turn quickly to Tali, and I'm like, uh, Tali, you might want to. Uh... Hang back here for a moment. Because we uh Yeah no 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 yeah 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 it's it's all kinds of fucked up but hang back. Oh okay. Um what? And she just starts to back up a little bit and keeping very wary now that that's being pointed out to her. I grab my shield out and I get my mace ready. Can I just as we're walking walk closer if we're say within 30 feet can i do my damnedest to ascertain like well how this person was killed but also if it was like voluntary or not using oh. medicine or something from that distance uh, yeah, that group, or... i mean if it like if everyone engages in conversation then i'll like go for a bit of just a meander around and like look around and get closer but um, for now, I guess I'll just um, see if they're bruised or if there's signs of like, yeah, struggle or resistance. Sure, I mean, at that distance, have, give me a perception check. Have they been decorated at all? If you kind of think Viking sacrifice painted and who, who wants to do all the talking? Yeah. <laughs> Your sharp eyes pick up that this person, apart from being stuck on this hook or this spike, there's no other real sharp injuries to them, i.e. they haven't been like they had their throat slit or anything like that. Although, because this spike is now sticking in their back, there is a lot of blood that has flowed down and soaked into their clothes. Bruising-wise, can't really make it out because of how cold it has been. A lot of their skin has turned very pale and almost blue. Okay. So they've they've like died of exposure and probably a couple of factors, yeah. Um, hey Zane, you're already in the front. Do you wanna have a chat? Like you wanna have a chat? Absolutely. 
slow down like your heartbeat and slow down the rate in which you actually expired from the blood loss as well like that that would not be as quick as it would be in the summertime well i get the feeling that um this is not a nice place why did we come here yes i wanted to ask a question beginning to wonder go you come have you come to honor the frost maiden with us i'm just wondering what makes you stand out in this freezing cold it is always it is always cold it's always cold. what's with the blood it's the sacrifice to the frost maiden it's the sacrifice to oral the god of winter what town is this sacrifice from we're we're from targos does this happen often we're heading that way (laughs) so they willingly gave their life or you guys put them on that stake um well there are very few who want to be put on uh, to be sacrificed to the frost maiden i mean i i have put my hand up several times but it's more or less um a lottery system this is that sucks ward but you want to be up on the i would i would almost give anything to be a sacrifice to the frost maiden to do what i can to to appease the god of Cold. So you're saying he volunteered for this, right? No. <laughs> uh, I do Just my best literally... to say again. No, you go. I'll Just let you finish. Responding to Gregor's, uh, my role here is to more um, gather support and get more people of of the ten towns to be sympathetic to the Frost Maiden to understand the pain she's in. Why would she be in pain? Yes, exactly, Beatrice. Look at this. Look at the sadness and the cold she brings. This can only be caused by pain. So you have no idea. Either that. She's just a bear. Maybe she will. I withhold that. I just realized that they, you know, fully respect her. it looks I like some of you you are not from around here yes with with all these um very mm, no we're on our way to Targos. a little bit turned this around been most enlightening though i do appreciate it well you are welcome to come and and offer a sacrifice to the frost maiden many have who come past it not just at the new moon like last night where um, you can see what's happened before you but many cast sacrifice into the bowl for the frost maiden for what death and suffering or no that means just like offering a bit of blood as you pass is what i think they mean nah pass (laughs) do do you think the frost maiden would like a carrot uh just just the tip maybe you could juice it no definitely the whole thing (laughs) Have you, have you offered some blood today? We have offered much blood. You can see on the stone behind you. No, no, no. Oh, no. No. I have already made my sacrifice before. My, my husband was sacrificed to Frost Maiden. Yes, but that was his sacrifice, not yours. The Frostbane demands sacrifices of things which are closest to you. 
but not you. Closest to you, but not you. Well, that'd be fairly self-important, wouldn't it? You think that they'd get much better outcomes out of, like, regular flagellation? Hmm. I agree. How, how, how often does this happen? This, what happened? This, this sad state of this person on the stone behind you, or people who make their sacrifice to the Frost Maiden in the bowl? Both. Well, anyone is welcome to make a sacrifice in the bowl at any time. Travelers passing by often do it in hopes of fair weather. And what happens if you don't do the dust sacrifice? What happens then? Um, I, well, not, nothing, I don't think, but things are not going to get any better around here unless we make Oral the Frost Maiden happy. But has that worked in the last ten years, or...? In the last two years since the never-ending winter has appeared, we are still trying to find new methods to make her happy. Um, have you yeah. tried singing songs? Yeah, tried songs are joyful. Songs. Yeah. Um, yeah, death. Killing people. Most people joyful. love dying. I haven't. I don't. Uh, we haven't tried have singing too many that? songs. Oh, yes, I, I mean maybe the constant death. And blood and everything is what is making the Frost Maiden unhappy. And if I mean, you tried something different, bringing joy to the otherwise uh, frigid cold that we're in. Yes, maybe you'd warm her cold, frigid heart. Make a persuasion check. Who's making the check? <laughs> uh, I mean, wh whoever. Yeah, I mean, someone give me a persuasion check. Whoever's doing doing the most kind of persuading. This uh, someone all been team persuading. I feel like I'm questioning yeah. the most, so I'll, I'll roll. Yeah, someone roll with advantage. advantage. Roll with, with advantage. advantage. Yeah, boy. All right. The frustrated. Like, great. Fourteen. And she says, "Look, songs aren't something we tried. It, I'm not sure it seems to fit." Um, and one of the other po people there kind of steps forward and says, You've got to be kidding, right? We're not much for singing. He's he Zane, you're a religious type, yes? I wouldn't say I'm that religious. Uh, but somewhat. Well, somewhat. Um, I've, don't, I've made don't, my oath. Like, um, religions have hymns and stuff, isn't that a thing? I mean, if they were true yes. disciples of the Frost Maiden, wouldn't they, they know her hymns? I I can tell you there's a lot more faith that don't give up their lives to please someone. This is very true. Well, is why? I, did, DM, is, is Oral a god, a goddess, or like, is it just like a super powerful being that controls the weather? Like, did, would Impa know, considering the fact that she's been around for her entire life up in Icewind Dale? Uh, you would understand that she's oh, understood to be not a major deity. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like a, like a demigod sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. It's like an F grade celebrity. 
<laughs> well, I've, I feel like we've got as far as we got here. Uh, can you point us at least in the direction of Targos? Um, by all means. And she points in the direction you were originally walking. Um, it's uh, about two hours trek in that direction. And there's an Very elk well. around as well. Do you know of the elk? The elk? Oh, moose. That doesn't let people... Moose, the moose. I'm sorry, there's a lot of horned beasts in the area. I get confused. There's not too many moose in these parts. Um, they tend to be found the, up in Lonely Wood. I think the uh, the plural is meese. Meese? Uh, moose? Mice? Mooses. Hmm. Um, but yes, maybe instead of next time um, killing somebody... Try a song. <laughs> she leans forward just quietly. She says, You, you don't understand. The, the servants of the Frost Maiden demand such a sacrifice. And how often do these servants appear? There's no cadence to it. There's just no a, pattern. No pattern. Interesting. If, they have like um, a, a, a location, like a what's what's the word I'm looking for? Like a place where they all get together and yes, that where they all scheme. A priory. A headquarters. Priory. The servants of the Frost Maiden. Yes, that. Oh no. No, it's just us who try and do our best to keep her happy. The servants of the Frostman enforce her will. What if when they come next and tell you to do it, you sacrifice them instead? Um, uh, well, I'm not volunteering for that one. Or, or how about Beatrice? you guys sac sacrifice your warmth? <laughs> that might be a good one to choose, maybe. Hang on. Um, is there any like arcane symbols on the stones themselves? With your perception checks earlier, doesn't appear to be. They appear to just be stones covered in some frozen blood and with hooks sticking out of it. Mm. Why? This... Why here though? Why this location? Like why? Uh, yeah, two hours from Targos. Like why are you? Two hours out of the. Did um, ask. Is, what's what's what's? Is there anything special about the bowl? Like, is it a metal bowl? Does it like? Is... You're welcome to go and have a closer look. Uh, Touch it. Keep, keep distracting. Oh. I'm gonna go have a closer look. <laughs> okay. The blood bowl. <laughs> well, uh, I've got a distracting question. Oh, you go, go, Kitty. I was gonna say, the uh, servants of the frostman. Do they, what do they look like? Hmm. They, the moments I've seen them, they, I've only seen one, ever. And they wear large furs with, um, I don't know how else to describe it apart from sharpened bones around their neck. Bingo. <clears throat> and, and they've seen one once. 
Hang on, hang on. Beatrice, you're, you were going to have a look at the bowl? Oh, yeah. Um, the bowl's in the center of this area, so it's on a small, like, platform. But as you step up closer and look in, it's... looks like it's filled with water and covered over with a thin layer of ice. You're able to kind of brush some of the, the frost aside and see quite a fair amount of coin and trinkets at the bottom of the bowl. But, but, but they said that the people put blood in there. I don't understand. No? No? Oh, you mean like offerings as in like just like in, into a well, things of things. I thought it was like a blood bowl that people would come up to it and just go... And then just like yeah, I was I was there into the bowl, and I was like, okay, well, like you know, that's bleak, but all right, <laughs> it's bleak. Something, something a bit different to what it is. You'd be like, oh, I don't think these trinkets are going to please the frost maiden, especially when they're cold and wet now. And there's nothing arcane about it at all. I didn't detect any magic. No, no magic detected, and no no symbols. Just plain bowl. Just a plain bowl. The old bowl. I'm going to get my dagger and I'm just going to like slice like the tip of my finger just a bit and I'm just going to like drip out some into the bowl. Does anything happen? Well, the top part of the ice melts from the warmth of your blood as the blood kind of spreads out, warms a little bit where it first hit and then drips into the water and you can see that drop of blood just trailing its way down to the bottom. But nothing hmm. else happens. Interesting. Um, Impa will walk over to where Beatrice is next to the bowl. She'll look at the bowl. She'll look back at the people from, uh, from Targos. Any god who requires a blood sacrifice, be they god or demi-god or whatever... All is is no god worth following, and Impa will raise her mace and smash at the bowl. <laughs> and you hear? Well, give me a, a, an attack roll first. Hey, so you're going down or just like smacking it out into the frozen ice? Like smacking, but she's also <laughs> going to try to make sure that she doesn't like smack it. That's a natural point. Smack it so that it doesn't like splash on anyone. Um, like doesn't smack that so that um, Beatrice doesn't get splashed with... Uh, who knows how many people's blood? Oh, it was only my blood in there. It was like trinkets and shit. Like it was just like gold and okay. jewelry and. So, give me a damage roll. Inside my head, I'm uh, hoping that Aura remembers that I put blood in that uh, bowl before it gets destroyed. <laughs> five, five points of damage to the bowl. <laughs> Um, so with your natural 20 you do manage to crack the ice on top no dramas and on the angle you hit it a lot of that water that's inside of it just splashes straight up and over the edges it doesn't affect anyone 
Um, the bowl cracks to some degree. And the person you've been speaking to runs up and grabs you and like, what are you doing? Don't, don't destroy that. Don't do it. It's, it's all we have. What you have is your life. Had. I think the word's looking for. There you go. Yeah, that one. Um, Oral is not worth this. Not worth losing your town. Fight back. Or she will take everything. You've already made her take everything. This will be the end. And when you smashed it, all the, like a bunch of the coins and trinkets of things also splashed up and hit the ground around it. You've done enough. Just, just leave. Leave. Input pushes them off, just almost disgusted. Where is she? It's will? best we do leave. Do better, cultists. Do better. <laughs> so, what's the plan? To head to Targos still? Uh, Tobin wants to ask a, like an ask question or two. Mm-hmm. Um, friend, when when was the last time that I? When was the last time that one of the maidens' followers was here? Recently or a long time ago? Or oh, he's quite flustered. Maybe uh, she's trying to like tidy everything up. You've just made a mess of before it freezes again. Uh, maybe uh, a ten day or so ago. Okay. Why? Why did they come? They, I, I, I don't know. That's. I have no idea why they came. They Is just... there any debris around, like wood or like branches or sticks or anything? No, everything's pretty white, and there's these stones in the middle of nowhere. Not many trees in these parts, despite the graphic you're now seeing. <laughs> I'm I'm searching for a friend. Some some tieflings came to pick him up a few months ago. Uh, his name's Hurrah. He uh, from ten from from Brenham. And does that sound some familiar? Any tieflings that have? No, no. And she's getting quite. Angry so I, I cast create bonfire at a little bit of a distance away from her. I don't have to have flammable objects. It just like is a fire that fills a space with the intent of like warming up and melting the surrounding ice so that it doesn't like all freeze together. So she's calmed her tits a bit. Okay. All right. And she's quite startled to see that. She's like, ah, that, that will keep it from melting. I, I, I appreciate it. But, uh, can just be better if you all just left and she's trying to scoop up everything that was off knocked off and put it just chuck it back in the bowl the guy that got or the person that got murdered i've assumed their gender <clears throat> are they human are they are they dressed like a ship builder would be they're human it's just a it's, Human male, it's very hard to make out any kind of profession from that. Okay. How old? Um, not like an old. Maybe whacking kids? That's different. 
I'm not whacking kids, no. Let's, you know, you sort of make out maybe early 30s. And as you're trying to clean, as she's trying to clean this up, the other three people come over and try and help her as well, getting in front of you and kind of like nudging you all out of the way to like, we need to fix this up. Just don't come back here. You made your 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 opinions quite known. Just leave. I'm just double checking now that they are close. They're, like, they're not a militant set of cultists. Cultists. They're not. Heavily armed or no. I think if they, if they were, they would have attacked us by now. I think they're just yeah. peasants with like a really just poor strong opinions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are not just armed. Need a good summer holiday. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I guess we move on then. Way ahead of you as I'm walking down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as you make your way onward, uh, can someone else give me a survival check? Well, I, I better. I'll do it. That's fun. Survival, you say? Yes. Fail this one. I should not do too bad. 17. 17. Despite the weather picking up a little bit, the wind getting a bit stronger and the snow falling harder. After about another hour and a half, hour and three quarters or so of trudging in this, what you hope is the same direction you were heading before. Large walls in the distance begin to make themselves seen. And you approach the walls of a new town. With a broken down sign near a gate as you approach you can make out that says Targos well I guess that means we're here well, almost what should um, we do first when we get there find the speaker alright entering the town it's not really guarded per se there's no people on on Top of the wall, keeping watch or whatnot. It's in Discord. But there is a locked gate. And as you approach it and knock or make yourself known, like a, a viewport opens up, checks out who you are and says, what business do you have in Targos? Trade? What have you got to trade? Tali? 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 Speak. Speak a tally. Have what? Who's what? Haberdashery. One at a time. So haberdashery. I'll get that in a second. Impa, what are you saying? Tally, you were the one that wanted us to come here. To to Targos? No, I said Lonely Wood. I mean, well, this, this is, is probably on the way. Do you want to spend the night out here? Say again. Do, do you want to spend the night out here? Oh, I'm absolutely not. I mean, if, if you think we should stay here for the night and then make your way to Lonely Wood tomorrow, then I mean, I mean uh, I'm at your... Uh, it's 5pm according to the clock on the main foundry. It is not 5pm. 
just for those playing at home, we um, came through uh, Targos to look for um, good old Farah. Um, but also around between around this area was the Goliath as well, the wear bear. And that was another thread we could follow. Yeah. There we go. It's about one in the Maybe. afternoon as you approach. Oh, it's Maybe one in the afternoon. Okay. I thought that's one of the. Okay. Uh, we are here to. Um... Track a werebear, apparently. A werebear? Man. Apparently, yes. You're crazy. Come in. What? <laughs> You're like crazy as the rest of us. Werebear, indeed. He kind nice. of opens the door. Opens the door to let you in. I'll lead to Emma. Must be in code for something. <laughs> like, like a sex thing? No. Greykov, you look pliant. They want something for a sex thing. <laughs> Yeah. I do not recognize the cant in which they speak for twin <laughs> so as you were... things to do with the bag that we saw in Waterdeep. Could be. As you make your way inside the walls of uh, Targos, looking around either side of you, these um, I guess dwellings next to you are quite dingy run down and some of them look like they haven't been lived in for years as you make your way towards the center of the town you can see one particular building off to your left around the corner catches your eye as it's nothing but really a pile of ash uh, left surrounded by houses which are still standing there there's not too many passers-by, not too many people walking the streets right now, especially this far out of Targos, uh, of the center of the town. How recent does the uh, council burn down? Can I actually go up and investigate that? You yeah, can. You know, grab somebody to ask them about it. Okay. So as you sort of turn left down the first street, you see, to make your way closer to this burnt down house, um, you see, but you find a, a dwarf walking in the opposite direction to you, and you stop him? Yes, sir. What happened to that house there? He stops abruptly. He's like, whoa, uh, sir, hey, don't I feel big? Uh, this house here? Um, it was burnt. Maybe... No, I can see that. <laughs> it burnt when? down, yeah, about a year and ago, why? I think. And why? Well, that is a mystery. No one will go near it since. Um, got some strange thing appeared on the door and, uh, yeah, no one really knows why. There used to be just some lonely old woman living there and now... She's burnt. What strange thing on the door? Oh, just some... Uh, look, as far as I know, having walked these streets every day, one day there was a house there. Nice, nice, fairly uh, comfortable looking house. The next day, it's 
got some strange circular symbol on it. I don't know. It looks like a. You'll see it if you get closer. Like a and black moon, black circle. No. No, it's more like, more like a tree and a star kind of thing. It's it looks pretty cool, I must say. Um, <laughs> oh, I do like. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just I don't know. I've had the creeps from it ever since, to be honest. I, I like. Why the interest? I like iconography. Well, and we just right arrived into town and noticed. That is just a random burnt building. It's just Oh, there's lots of random um, things in this town. Did someone die or just badly burnt? Someone has died in there, yes, the the woman. Oh, it's gonna be a ghost Um, house. Ghostbusters. And what other strange things? You mentioned strange things in town. What other strange things? Oh, my friend, uh, you're in Targos. Yes? Why don't we get yes, this? Yes, that's what the sign said. Yes. Why don't we get this? Like, why don't we? We're taking up a lot of this, this poor chap's time. Why don't we take him for a drink? And then, you know, like, at least he's getting something out of it. I mean, he was given it for free, but... Well, look, I just so happened to be heading down to the Trip and Shuffle. That's Trip a fantastic name. That is a, good, that is a great name. <laughs> I want to open a pub named that. That's Oh, you could do like tr- Trip and Truffle and serve truffle food. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> now I'm hungry. Shit. <laughs> so anyway, look, I'm going to be there. I, it's... I've done my work for the morning. It's a pleasure to meet you all uh, out of towners, I guess. What's your uh, name? My name is uh, is Leif Einhart. That's a wonderful name. Isn't it? I've been happy with it my whole life. Inside check. (laughs) You can inside check if you want. (laughs) Is that spelled Leif with an A or an I? No, no, that's a, a L E I. Now it's Leaf with an A because, like, I'm an elf, so you know it just that's a, it would be annoy the dwarf to spell it like that. <laughs> that's a big fat eight on my inside check. Well, you know, you can make of it what you will. You might think he's happy. You might not. <laughs> Bet you it's a name that like people spell wrong all the time. Yeah, and he's as not he, happy. he's not. I'll go and um. Okay, when he goes to the Tarvas equivalent of Starbucks, they constantly write it L E A F. I'll go and uh, make sure that Zane doesn't s- step on a trap <laughs> as he investigates. Okay, so you're going to check out the burnt down house? Absolutely. Okay. Almost like I'm on a mission. I'm just heading straight for it. Mm. Not even talking to anyone. Not even stopping. I'm just heading straight for it. Um, as you approach that house, Zane, you get within ten feet of it, five feet of it, and this feeling of of just dread washes over you. A feeling of like 
you shouldn't be here. It's almost yeah. like a warning. I'll probably just stop my tracks. You notice that... make a perception check by Yeah, by so... Without even needing to make a perception check, but... I'll do it anyway. With your ten... <laughs> ten. <laughs> the burnt-down house is fairly crumbled, and you can almost see through it. You can see that snow is falling on the blackened wood. Um, the door you can see falling inwards, and you can see exactly what the dwarf was talking about. On the door, about a foot in diameter, is an image carved into it of a circle. Uh, a circle? With like a six-sided star covered up by a basic-looking tree. Interesting. Do you push on into the house? I'll probably wait for the rest. If anyone else came with me, I'll wait. For, probably wait for someone else to come up, I guess. Okay. Well, how about at that moment, we'll stop for a break as everyone catches up to where everyone is heading. So we made it to Targos and now we'll take 10 minutes and be back shortly with the second half. Dick nipples? Dick nipples. Uh, yeah, you got it there. You got it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> as we kick into the second half of tonight's session. Where we left off was we just, um, sorry, uh, Zane had approached a burnt down house that had given him a sense of foreboding as he entered. And upon entering or seeing the door, he took note of a symbol on its door uh, that may be familiar to Zane. If you want to check out what that symbol is, Head to our Discord, and I'll put it in the thing now. Uh, Dumbass plug, shameless plug. What's this? What's this little truth bombs you're dropping in there on the recap that you didn't share initially? <laughs> eh? <laughs> um, you were all about 30 feet behind Zane, having just finished speaking to Leaf, the dwarf. Uh, Zane, what'd you like to do? I'm sort of stuck frozen. I'm not going to move. I'm just looking deep into this symbol as though as how I missed this before last time I was in Targos. Are, are we with Zane? You eventually make your way up behind Zane and as you get close enough, you also all feel that sense of this is a place that you shouldn't enter. This is a place that is not meant for you. Uh, I'll continue that question then. Does it feel general or does it feel directed? Is it a general, general sense of foreboding or is it like. Give me an insight check, Jorgen. You kind of you get what I mean. It's difficult to describe. Yep. I'm like targeted. What was it? Perception? Insight. Uh, insight. Ooh, the minus one modifier. You can do it's it. Come on. Yeah. I mean, you feel it the same as everybody else. This is very much like, it almost feels like you've hit an invisible barrier. Not that it's going to prevent you from going, but it really makes you stop and think, is this the right thing you want to be doing? Is it arcanic? Make an arcana check. I will do that. 
That's an eight. Hard to tell with that read. It's with all the rubble and uh, debris around, it's, it's fairly hard to tell. I don't. We. Tolvin. Yes. With me, we'll go ahead just a little bit more. Let's go and have a look. As we're walking up, Tolvin's going to be looking to see if there's any druidic scribblings at all. Make a perception check. And does the symbol that is burnt into the ground or the door, does it remind Imp of anything like religious or? Fifteen perception. What if I uh, still have? Fifteen perception. No, nothing druidic pops okay. out to your eye. And whether that maybe is because everything has been burnt away or it's just not there, that's hard to tell, but nothing is visible to you in that regard. Impa, what were you looking for again? Like, any religious significance to the symbol. Make a religion check. Beatrice, what's up? Um, Greykov would probably in this situation do a wonder of the perimeter and trying to determine um, if there was a particular point where there would be more likely to be the source of ignition for the fire, possibly. Mm. Um, just by Chief Greykov. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I rolled an uh, eleven. That's a thirteen for Greykov. Okay. With your eleven, Impa, I don't get much of a religious feel off that off that um, symbol. It's something you haven't seen before. I can't recall if you have. It doesn't look familiar. Thirteen survival check to look for where the fire started on the perimeter doesn't really reveal too much. It's been a year since this fire started, so Leaf says. Much of that evidence is probably worn away. It's buried deep in snow. <clears throat> okay. Is there an area that is more burnt than others? So, like, if it's less burnt, that's probably the less hot area of the fire. I'll give you this one for free because it should be pretty obvious that the downstairs area, it's two two levels, right? But at the inside it's of it has been gutted and collapsed, but the top kind of roof line area, what remains, is less charred. Okay. The fire started downstairs. Dun dun dun. Alright, um... Does it look like, um, is there any glass visible in the windows? Because uh, like with really, really hot fires, like, you know, glass can explode, but it can also like melt. <clears throat> can... No, so with, with what your perception checks and looking around and trying to see what's going on, hmm. whatever window frames still exist and haven't been completely disintegrated, they're empty. Now, whether that's from oh. fire or vandals later, it's hard to tell. So the how the, the place is like it, it's like a house that's burnt down, but like majority of it, the the top half of the house, like at least like the uh, street level house, is burnt down. Yeah, and then there's something possibly below. No, no, nothing below. So you're on ground no. level. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's all burnt. Think about the inside of the house was all burnt yeah. as well and collapsed in on itself. But there's nothing okay. you can see below ground level. Okay. The shell right. of the house. The shell of the house, yes. Yeah. Alright. 
remain. I have, I have something I can do, but um, be prepared because I've got to cross the threshold. <clears throat> Just be prepared if something bad happens. It's been a very bad week, but you know you don't have to give up on life just yet. It. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Impa just kind of chuckles to herself. It's like, no, not with Saloon guiding me. I, I have a long life ahead of me. And um, I wait for them to prepare themselves. Hopefully they listen. But if not, it's okay. Because I will prepare Channel Divinity, turn undead, and I will step over the threshold. Remind me what that does. Uh, so, <laughs> if anything comes and spooky spookies me, um, uh, I present my holy symbol as an action to speak a prayer. It senses the undead. Each undead has to make a whiz saving throw of 13. If it fails, it has to run away from it because I'm scarier than it is. Okay, so you, you do that and step through the threshold, yeah? It's, it's it's no no I'm I'm preparing it. If anything spooky comes at me, I'm, okay. then I'm gonna spooky gotcha. it back. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. You are prepared. <laughs> I'm prepared. I step into the first hole. Anything happen? No. As Impa goes through the threshold, Tolwyn yells out, "No macing things." I was gonna. Yeah. <laughs> No, nothing and, happens. You get a better sense oh. of what's inside and the charred remains of the house that's there. Everything is still. I poke my head back out the door. I think... I think it's okay. Maybe just the symbol makes us... scared. How should we move the door? Detect evil? I do have hey. to keep on good. I didn't prepare it today. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get this straight in my head. So Impa's stepped through into the house and the rest of the yep. other five are currently still outside. I still haven't um, moved. I'm still frozen and my my hands tightly gripped on my battle axe helm. Warhammer. <laughs> Impa is not moving. Hands. Okay. What do I, is there anything that I see inside the house that strikes me straight away as like weird or out of place or um give me a perception or investigation check which one of those I'm not a proficient in either of those but one of them is bigger number than the other one so give it your best roll nine <laughs> you see lots of completely hey, it was charred. my best <laughs> You see lots of completely charred bits of wooden furniture, tipped on their side, knocked over, broken apart, or splintered and almost just charcoal remains of these things. But it's hard to see much else in the light that you have at your disposal and with that roll. <clears throat> Alright. there any oh, um... children's toys or dolls? You, you have to come in to see that, Jorgen. <laughs> nope, that's the sort of stuff I don't want to see. <laughs> I just imagine, I just imagine that Jorgen got to a point and then his tail just went, <laughs> and it's yeah. just like, nah. <laughs> no. 
Nope. Um. <laughs> okay, I'll um, just keep looking around. And so, was this a single story house or one story house? Two. Single story house or a one story house? It is two one story yeah, houses. Any kind of stairway or way to access the upper levels has, has burnt away. There's, you can look up and see almost uh, the um, sky above. Okay, well then I'll um, see if there's like a... If there was, was a basement and stuff, considering that nobody else in the party wants to come and have a look around. You look up briefly and you hear... <laughs> Followed by like a childish giggle. <laughs> Make an investigation check if you're looking for something specific. Yeah, see, see if there is like a downstairs part or. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Let me come back to that, Tolbin. What were you up to? Oh God, I don't like that. Tolbin is chilling outside. Um, he's not convinced yet that it's a good reason to enter. He feels the dread, and he's um, he's pretty in tune with nature and thinks that it's not a great idea to just go trudging through this place. He's here. He's just hanging at the moment, watching watching Impa walk through the house and kind of okay. hanging back a bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Impa, with your roll of fifteen for investigation, trying to move some of this rubble around. See if you can find any kind of access door to something underneath, a trap door or something. You push across aside a table and reveal the charred corpse of a human. Nice. Bent in in a shape that doesn't seem completely natural. But whether that's from pain of of, of flames looking at their skin or from something else, you're unsure. Well, Impa, with her background and seeing the many different ways that somebody can die, would she be aware of, like, would this be, like, the curling of someone who's trying to escape the heat and the fire and stuff? Or is it, like, like splayed out or, like, you know, essentially, like, I'm thinking, like, exorcist style, like, is this person's, like, back bent in an unnatural way sort of thing? Is that the way you're describing it? Or... Give me a medicine check. Is it too strong? Hey, I'm proficient in that. You'd think the townsfolk would have buried her. A nine. It's, I mean, you can't tell. I mean, the, 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 it's even hard to almost make out what's where on this body. Yeah, like, it's been there for such a long time and it was burnt so deeply that every bit of muscle is burnt away. It's almost just skin stuck on bone. And whether by wind or animals it's been moved and moved it how it was positioned, that's hard to tell. So it's hard to tell what what's caused it to be in this way. As you were looking around with your 15, you did also find... Um, Two jars. You see lots of broken glass and jar lids scattered around, but you find two jars that are still intact. As you pick them up, question, do you pick them up? Or look at them closer, or what do you want to do? No, I'll um, 
Well, as I pick them up, I'll have a quick look at them, and then if they seem useful, I'll... Uh... One, one contains a very dark, viscous liquid. And one contains two severed fingers. Maybe they were saving them for later. Maybe this is part of the pantry. <laughs> huh. Hey, this is really interesting. I'm finding a lot of things in here, team. Um, you can feel free to join me anytime. That's great. You keep on looking. <laughs> and Impa, as as you pick up those two jars, you also felt that that sense of fear and sense of this you shouldn't be here. This is not a place that's meant for for you. Just wash over you. Mm, I still have channel divinity ready to go. I'm ready. I believe it's Saloon's light. <laughs> Protect me. <laughs> um, just, just saying, like, it's not that scary in here. Like, we can all come in here and it'll be fine. I sing out to the rest of the crew. <laughs> you don't sound very confident. No, very, very confident. It's just my minus one in charisma that's affecting things right now. We all have ADHD. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I finally break out of my like blank stare. Um, I don't know if anyone's looking in my direction, but if they do, I was going to come up to you and go like, "Oh." I see one blank tear running down the side of my face, and I walk up to the door and I smack it as hard as I can with my warhammer. Give me an attack roll. Okay. Is this as Beatrice is coming up to Zane or me? So I was going to come up to Twelve. Zane and I was going to go, like, and say something, but that's fine. The moment has passed. Yeah, you hit that door and no damage needed. It lies off its hinges. Give me a con save. Con save. Can't wait my character gone. Day 13. Soon as your warhammer hits that door, you hear on your head this ear-splitting scream. A scream that almost sounds familiar from a distant memory. It screams and it screams and it screams in your ear. I think I'd probably fall to my knees in pain. Okay. Does the screaming eventually stop? Does it keep going? No, it keeps going. The screaming is just going on going. I'm going to start holding my ears then in pain. Okay. Is I'm anyone sure. else hearing this? No, no one else can hear this. Does, does he look like he's visibly distressed? Zane, would you say you look visibly distressed right Absol now? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've let go of my warhammer and I'm holding my head. Okay, well, like, in that case, I'm going to be like, because I was already concerned about him, I'm going to go, like, you know, over and then call for, like, Impa. Um, 
Yes. Oh, yes. Um, like, I don't have magic to fix this. I meant to say before, Zane, sorry. Um, with that con save by uh, your roll, you take five um, psychic damage. Okay. I'll um, rush over to um, Zane and I'll uh, put my hands over where his hands are around his head. It's, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And I will cast Healing Word on him. Um, as she's doing that, I'm going to... Um, was the door wooden? Yes. It had the symbol on it? Okay, I'm going to like cast Bonfire on it and just like set it ablaze, hoping that like it'll stop whatever's happening to him. <laughs> okay. Before, before you do that, and is the door... Like, I'll, I'll see you preparing the bonfire but is the door burnt at all yeah the door is definitely burnt more so on the inside of the door than the outside but it's definitely burnt i'm targeting the symbol okay and zane you heal for nine hit points beautiful okay just you screaming stop or if you just topped him up again let me just do that <laughs> i will do the burning of the door first so you what is it a create bonfire Okay. The door erupts in flame. You can't see it at all for the flames you have created from nothing. And when the flames begin to die down, they die down. And take a moment before you begin to see what, if anything, remains of the door. The symbol remains. That part of the door, while charred, is not destroyed. Zane, you heal for those nine hit points. You continue to hear the screaming in your ear. Make another con save. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, my choice is now. <laughs> I literally don't have one. Well, well, well. Isn't it the uh, consequences of uh, <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Just I'm just gonna say uh, I, the pain gets to me so much I I pass out. Okay. And as you pass out, you take two points of damage. Um. <laughs> as um. Okay. So, so, seeing that the healing doesn't work, um, Impa will take her mace to the door and try to break it down and then run off with it. <laughs> <laughs> You're running off with the door. Okay. I'm going to try to break the hinges of the door, remove its support structure, and then just run off with it and see if that does anything. Okay. I don't know. Great Pop's just like, well, perhaps we should leave the house alone? <laughs> <laughs> it, it would warn us. Um, so, Impa, as you run away with that door, People in the street see you coming and they get out of your way quickly. And not so much because you're about to knock them over, because they can feel something. Zane, yep. as soon as that door starts to leave your area, that screaming just stops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people in the town hear. <laughs> 
right. I finally come come to um, and just look around like on what on earth happened, having a real recollection of what happened. Well, and I like draw this symbol in the snow. You had um, some kind of emotional experience and then attacked the building and then seemed, it all seemed to be too much and then you passed out on the ground. Dude, being here is too much. Seeing that symbol again. What, what, what again? Uh, it's too dark to go there now. Maybe another time. <laughs> you need more experience to unlock this question. <laughs> <laughs> Impa realizes she, she was running the wrong direction and runs back past the group. <laughs> <laughs> Zane just drops me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no, you don't um, drop, but you do hear like the the, the snow as it approaches. If you hang on, are you actually running back past? Let me know what's happening. No, no, no. It, it bears running the yeah. No, she she's uh, running the door to the outside of town and just gonna yeet it over like a fence or like run out the out the gates and just like throw it into the wilderness. Okay. As soon as it kind of like leaves where you are, you you yeet it away. A sense of calm begins to return to you, and the rest of you have, have felt that sense of calm as soon as the door left as well. <clears throat> sense oh, well, of mystery solved. Everything being restored to how it was before. Yeah, I'll just go join up with the rest of the party. Well, that was a lot. <laughs> Roll for you. We've been in town. <laughs> we've, we've been in town for a total of uh, ten minutes. That took an I interesting turn. Why? I guess, like, I know Zane's had his own kind of like emotional episode there. Um. <laughs> But why would whatever's like tortured your past be, be here? Um, and what would the symbol in the context of a little old lady mean? I don't know about the lady, but that symbol definitely means a lot. It took something so close to me away from my life. I'll never forget that symbol. And that's all I know. Mm. It's sort of half what brought me here. Well, bingo. Um, but also, did you find anything Impa in there of note? Oh yes, um, I I found this weird jar of uh, strange dark fluid and um, somebody flipping me the bird and oh, the fingers. Delightful. Um, Does this have something to do with you too, Zen? Um, does it? <laughs> history check? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can make a history check. My and fingers! I'll, <laughs> I'll hand the, um, dark fluids over to Beatrice, like, maybe you know... To 17. This might be. I'm gonna open it and give it a, a waft. Okay, with your 17, Zane, no, like, a jar of fingers doesn't seem like something you would have, you know come across before 
Do they look like they belong to the same hand? Make a medicine check. I wouldn't know that. <laughs> it's just I want to know as a human. <laughs> I don't have any medicine. Break up. Investigate these fingers. I can have a look. Will be okay. Yeah. No, no. Well, I can't. I've only got plus one. Just roll. I'm delegating. Hey! <laughs> oh, damn! <laughs> Having a very close look at these fingers, Beatrice, you can tell they are not from the same person. See, the fingerprint is different on this one. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, what were you trying to check before? The blood. Oh, oh I, I unscrewed the jar of the viscous Ica liquid and yep. gave it a bit of sniff. It has a very iron metallicish smell to it, which you can kind of sense with that natural twenty that it's blood. Is this is this human blood? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell. <laughs> Definitely human. I think you're full of shit. Um well, like, I guess because there's been some kind of, like, I, I assume a cultish symbol, and there's a dark, brackish jar of blood. Like, it's blood, but it might be otherworldly. Dun, dun, dun! It is definitely separated from the body. Taste <laughs> it. How's, um... How is uh, Tali taking all of this? Oh yeah, that's right, Tali. Tali didn't get as far as the rest of you in approaching this house. She got the sense early on that this... Hey? We left her back at the stones. <laughs> <laughs> she got the sense early on um, near this house. It was like, this is, this is not a place I want to be. So she uh, did not approach it. She, seeing Zane suffer and fall to the ground she wanted to come up closer but still felt that is like the pushback not to she's but very now, learned did she just study creatures she does study creatures yeah but does she study oh my god my words does she study other things like um, is she book learned oh i'm very book learned beatrice oh um, cool but my I focus is What's this? I have no idea. I'm more symbols related to footprints and plant life. And oh, I that thought you said she was smart. Hey? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, as in, um, uh, not symbology of plant life, but actual leaves and twigs and footprints of animals and whatnot. These religious symbols um, are not my area of expertise. I mean, why don't we? Why don't we um, go and get a drink, find somewhere for the night, and Zane, maybe you can tell us a little bit because I know come next week we're probably going to forget all about this because it's a week between this session and the next one. You don't have to reveal too much just what it is and if it's a possible danger for us as a group we can play a game of uh uh what the fuck is up with that <laughs> i 
I mean, I can I can tell you guys some things, I guess, but I don't know much either. Very well. Beatrice, Tip, tip and shuffle. Tip and shuffle. To do with a better investigation, because now that the danger's cleared, he's quite good at finding things, aren't you? Or perception, or um, I don't know, go and rummage around. <coughs> Mm. Well, no I don't want to just get out of here. Person. It might, mm. might make some sense as to why this particular person was targeted by the same particular persons that devastated our compadre here. Have a look. Well, I don't really want to go in the house. Oh, no. come on, you pussy. I'll come with you. <laughs> I mean, I'll, um, I'll, yeah, I'll do an investigation and with advantage. Impa will put a hand on Greykov's shoulder, uh, not Greykov, uh, Zane's shoulder, and just give it like a comforting squeeze. It's okay. We will go and have a drink soon. With your roll of 17 for investigation there, Beatrice, you find underneath some more rubble and amongst a number of other completely fried books one book which isn't as damaged immediately when you open it the pages are completely decimated by the flames but the cover had more of an embossed title which you're still able to make out as a book that's called Codex Macabre a study in thanatological aesthetics. And I'll put that in the chat for everyone else who's interested to see what that's all about. See, I struggle when it comes to the phonetic spelling of vowel. So I know what it says. <laughs> what I know, like, from my um, book learnednesses, if that's like, oh, like demon studying or. I don't know, because I've seen some blood, and I've seen some fingers in some jars, and I've seen, like, a spooky symbol. Yeah, give me an uh, intelligence check. A uh, yes! Uh, in, just... in the light! No, no, no. Is it rolling? Yeah, it's, uh, no. Did oh, not. Oh, that's initiative, you doodle. Oh, sorry. That one. Int. Yeah, cool. A villain. Oh, that's garbage. That's a seven. <laughs> uh, with your seven, like, it looks like words you've not really come across before in your studies. Dang it. Alright, well, I'll have to file that away for ask someone with more smarts. Alright, Let, let's um, go get a drink. Have a chat. Good to me. So, Tip the rest trouble? of you. The rest of you catch up to Imper and, and Zane as you're heading where? To the trip and shuffle? The tit and shuffle. 
Okay. Heading back around to the main street, you find a few more people still giving you a wide berth area, but unsure of who you are and these uh, out-of-towners that have just turned up. Just turned up. Um, but then you see off to the right-hand side, around the street to your right, uh, Old Leaf, as he's on his way, having a quick chat with some someone else uh, on the street nearby. Beyond him, about another 30 feet or so, you do see a sign against a door, uh, not a door, a sign hanging in the street that says Trip and Shuffle. Outside of it stands a half a dozen fairly brawny looking people. Brawny? Big. Brawny is like big and muscly. Yeah, mm. that's the right word. Just like It's weird that it rhymes with scrawny, but yes, brawny. So in other words, Imper and Zane fit in very well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys just right up, no worries. The others, well, you're going to fit right in. Come on. You make your way inside? Yeah. We'll f f find a table. Or in we'll what, find just, a as you enter, in what order are you entering? I think it'd be Zane and I would enter first if everyone else is catching up with us. Correct. And who would enter in last? <clears throat> Probably Greycov and myself. I was thinking of going last and just keeping an eye out if anyone's kind of like paying us any close attention. Okay. Elvin's just chilling in the middle of the pack. Okay. As you are the last person through that door, Greykov, make a perception check. Ooh, it's all on you. They're all dead. Oh, you suck. <laughs> the door closes behind you. Carry on. Kitty rolled the dice. Um... Why oh, better zoom right in on that one? Everything is fine. And I don't got no map. You will have shortly. It'll load. Yeah. I'll um oh, see it. I'll, I'll try. Is there a table that will fit everyone in the party, DM, or do I need to um? Boot some people. Just out. like, <laughs> boot some, like, if there's like, is there like a group of like two people sitting at like a seven people table? <laughs> you find that even though some of like three of the four tables have people at them, one over here at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, is free at the moment. We'll head down to the bottom table. I don't know. I can't see for some reason in an entirely room I can't see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll head down to the table. Because there's walls everywhere. Walls? Yeah, walls. Uh, they block our vision. Uh, I'll sit here so I can see. Yeah. Um, don't think we're all gonna fit. Zane, you can all. Uh, I'll, I'll stand. I'm happy to stand. Zane, are you okay? I'm fine now. This brought me back to my past. Yes, this symbol. What just does it mean to you? Those stools. 
So Logan, do you mind? Sorry, Try that again. You asked them if they're using the stools like Greyco just mentioned. I missed something. Oh yeah, no, no. Um, the the young woman sitting at the table there behind you says, "Sure, you can take him." I pick up Here we go. the stool. <laughs> make a strange check. <laughs> Damn, they're pretty heavy. <laughs> A fairly strong older bloke walks over, got an apron on, but you know he's seen a few uh, a few things in his life in the past. He comes walking over to you and says, G'day, g'day, oh, hello, hello. Um, what'll it be? Six? Um, yeah. And, um, myself. Nicely yes. done, do, nicely done, do, you'll do fit you right have, in. Uh, do, do you have uh, rooms? Rooms? Uh, no, not here. You're best to check down at the Luskin. Luskin, the Luskin. Yeah, the Luskin Arms. It's down near the, uh, down near, down near the docks. Oh, I think I know where that is. I think I stayed here before. Yes, You'll find um, it. There's the one that looks like a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> rounds of, uh, rounds of, uh, drinks for everyone. Um, Ale, Zane, Tolvin, Ale. And our friend, the other dude. Tali? Leaf. Leaf. <laughs> oh, and, and, and Tali, yeah. Oh shit, I need a token for Tali. Is there anything like, around the place that sort of looks like they're a bit more by themselves, but doesn't look like they're like super scowling into their drinks? Like, you know, the kind of people that, you know, they are watching us because they're lonely. No, not watching. Um, it's just like I was hoping to get information, and you sort of target people who are like by themselves who look lonely and sad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is there someone that looks lonely and sad? Or like, you know. You, are you, you lonely? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how Tolvin got food straight away as soon as we walked in, but I'm happy for him. He looked a bit peckish. <laughs> Um, is there someone who makes a perception check, please, Beatrice? Wow, I'm really garbage today. That's a nine. It looks like there's lots of people here who don't want to be disturbed. And they really want to keep to themselves. Dang it. They came to the wrong pub. Maybe if I go sit by them. myself. <laughs> this happens with women in bars, right? You go sit by yourself in a bar, I guarantee you someone will come up to you and try and chat you up. Is that how it, it works, Beatrice? Generally, yeah. Oh, well, okay. I'll give it a go then. But I thought I wanted to, to know more about the symbol. Uh, yes, I don't know any more. Oh, you, no, you, you learn about the symbol. Can you put me at the bar? Beatrice. Like, look, Beatrice a little bit more to get sad some. and dissatisfied with my life. Beatrice like, is very oh, cold. No, everything is so I difficult. thought her and Greykov were an item, but no, she wants someone a little bit more muscular. It is that way. Muscular, <laughs> seems. I didn't know. He sort of, like, hears you talking about that, turns back and gives you a wink and walks away. 
Impa's <laughs> uh, uh, grey skin goes slightly bluer because. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, I mean, saying that. I can't really tell you much about the symbol. You know much as I. This is why I'm here. I'm trying to find who's putting these markings around. But what is its connection to you, though? I mean, many years ago, they. I don't know if I can say it's just too hard for me. Zane, you're amongst people who. Well, I mean. I mean, if anyone I can tell, it'd have to be you, because you've you know the loss of losing someone you love. Yes, and not just myself, but Tolbin too. I'm well, sure we've all have tragic backstories. Whoever has been using this symbol and marking and burning these houses down, put my my wife and my two twins to the torch and of course they said uh, it's because of witchery but that's not my that's not my wife especially not my twins Tobin, Tobin leaves in just for a second and did you did you say your wife died in a fire at a house Yes. Years ago. Did were you were you at the house at the time or did you were you away? Where were you when the fire started? I was very far away. I was down in almost the jungles of Cholt and Port Nazaru doing trade as part of my business. And uh, I came back to it. My wife's house, well, my house was ash by the time I got back to it. I, I heard the noise when I was hunting, but when I, by the time I got back, there was nothing left. She never did made you, it out. They said she, they assumed she died in her sleep. Did you find any symbols or markings anywhere? I, I was in a state of grief at the time. I, I didn't really search the house. I didn't search for markings. I mean, I don't blame you. It was hard for me, but the marking for me was left in plain sight. First thing I saw. This this is too much. I agree. Three three houses burnt to the burnt to the ground. Two of them with the symbol. Loved ones lost. This is this isn't a coincidence. This is something more. And, and now you know why I'm here. I've been searching and it's been leading me up the coast ever since. I mean, I've had to take very sketchy ways to get here, but I got here in the end. But it keeps leading to dead ends. No one knows much about this symbol. Well, I have to assume that I just missed the symbol at my house, but let's, uh, let's, uh, and Tolbin's going to turn to Tali. Tali, did you get a chance to note down the symbol in your in your book, all the study that you do and all this? Did you note down what the symbol looks like? I didn't. The presence of it was, was weird enough, but I think I can remember it. Maybe Zane can help you get it down properly. Yes, maybe, absolutely. I'll never forget maybe, it. 
maybe if you check out Discord, you'll be able to see it. <laughs> um, no, um, it's I, uh, <laughs> um, Zane. You've searched so much yourself, but now you have us, and if you help, I, I will help you if you help me. You help find who did I this think yours is more recent uh, for ways come to dead ends, so we were better off helping you first, and hopefully it leads me in some odd way in the same direction mm. of this symbol. And maybe Tolvan can also join us in that quest. Mr. Yeah. Tolvan, did you um, did you rebuild your house, or is it was it not here, or was there wreckage to look through and see if there is that symbol? We uh, we took that house apart. We we cleared the land and we rebuilt. There is nothing left of the original house except the memory of my wife and I and the, the times of happiness that we lived there. Hmm. The memories that keep you going. The memories and the carrots. And indeed. Oh. Well, this is getting a bit gloomy. Where's those drinks? Oh, right on time. Here we go. Uh, there's a one, two, three, eight, seven. I think you wanted two, right, sir? That's right. Yes, that's correct. Thank uh, you. Where, where's where's your uh, other fr friend gone? Oh, she she's over there being oh. chatted up by all the other guys in the pub. <laughs> <laughs> How did I miss that? I'll take it over to her so, now. Uh, just just leave the drink here. I think she's hoping for some solitude for from our group for the moment. No, oh, uh, as you wish. How, how much? You. How much? Oh, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that kind of question. Those are the kinds of questions which keep me in business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's God. some hard maths, you see. Let's make it 10 and then subtract 2. 30 something? Copper. Yeah. Three silver. Oh, that's. Three silver. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll hand over four silver because I'm a good tipper. Tips get you many places here, my friend. Thank you. Um, and then Impa immediately finishes. And tips for you? Yeah. Well. Just keep your wits about you, my feline friend. Just keep your wits about you in this town. Barky, we, uh, we're in town from, from Bremen. Um, we've heard a little bit about the, uh, or his followers. Um, do, do many of the, those druid folk come into town at all? We passed the, the sacrifice place out in the outskirts. Oh. You have much of that stuff in the town or people coming through of those types? You mean the, those crazy few who think that we should be doing this more, right? Or do we just, just trying to keep the, this, whatever's making this mess outside, try and keep them happy? Is that what you mean? Well, look, I, I'm, I mean, those are the ones I think we're talking about. I'm not here to make any judgments about good, bad or otherwise. I just trying to understand if they come through a bit or not. Come through a bit? Some of those folks live here in Targos. Right. Are we talking yeah. about the same thing? 
well, spiky bone color people. Oh. Oh, them. Guess them. Them, them plural or them just third person specific individual? No, no, just third person specific individual them. Glad we cleared that up. They don't come through here that often. And he leans right into you now. What's your interest in her? We mean to... She's not one to be meddled with. We mean to meddle with her quite fiercely. I see. Well, best of luck to you with that. And uh, if it helps to get rid of, uh, or to restore summer to these parts, then I am all for it. But uh, I think that you'll largely be on your own with that one. Uh, any, any ideas where we might find her? Well, look, I, I hear a lot of things here in, here in my place of business. But that I hear nothing of. It's as though one day she's here and one day she isn't. And the next couple of weeks go by and then all of a sudden she just turns up again. It's almost as if it's out of nowhere. Who, who did she? No. Never mind. <laughs> Beatrice is having a good did time. Did we say that at the <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have what she's having. Goodbye. <laughs> Strapping young warrior veteran walks past. Ooh. <laughs> Um, Tolbin, Tolbin says, uh, I mean, she appears out of nowhere and just hangs out for a bit, but, I mean, does she visit anyone in particular? Are there any, who are some of these fanatics, maybe, or any of them at the bar tonight? He looks around for a moment, and then looks straight back at you, Tolbin. This isn't typically the kind of place that, uh, people like that would, would dare come around. They're not, uh, not really liked around here that much, but they've got a message they're trying to share, and they do it whatever way they can. But this place and is is not that place, my friend. It is not that place. No, and as you look around and follow his eyes, you're looking at uh, all these like well-built men, women, dwarves. You're seeing people who look like they're just ready to punch on. They talk of sacrifice. Is is it voluntary or conscripted? I mean, the sacrifice, like like last night. Probably yeah, based on what we passed. That sacrifice is uh, randomized. Supposed to be randomized. Supposed. Apparently randomized. Supposed to. Supposed to. What's going on there, I don't know what they're talking about there over at the bar where Beatrice is. <laughs> but it sounds a little bit naughty. <laughs> and uh, what happens to you, sir? What happens when it's your turn, sir? 
when it's my turn. He leans You're right, right close to you goes, I'm going to fucking run. What would you do, my friend? What would you do? By the way, you tell me when I said that, I'll fucking kill you. Kill him all. I like this guy. He's great. Is, is it safe to assume, then, that the one from last night just couldn't run very fast? Some do not even try to run. Where would they go? There's nothing but cold and death out these walls anyway. So it's cold it, and death in these walls. So any month it could it could be you. It 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 could be it could be I me. I personally it could... hate something like that hanging over my head. Well, you can see why. A lot of the people in this town have left. Yes. Unless. Unless it wasn't random, and you knew your number wouldn't be called. Uh, well, wouldn't that be fantastic? That'd be great if I knew my number was not going to be called. Why you stay? people ask a lot of questions for just people stepping in from Bremen. Bremen has its own problems. I'm just keen to hear about the ones that are here. You know, it gets very cold in Bremen. Trying to work so, out yeah. other places. Why <laughs> stay in a town where your number could be up any day? Just look around. There's lots of uh, lost souls in this place, yes. They've all been searching for this so-called werebear. A werebear? Yeah. No, no not oh, to yeah. my knowledge. You haven't this tale? You speak of Oyomanatok. Yeah, that's the one. Ah, but is a myth. No one has seen such a creature. Damn. You, we have. We have. Yeah, that, I think that was last <laughs> session that you weren't here. We saw a polar bear. We yeah, saw a polar bear. We didn't. Nothingness. That's and not the what we're doing. Uh, the and something or other was supposed to be the polar bear. Yeah. I was specifically not saying anything, but... Beatrice, why are you talking about <laughs> over there with all the other men? Because I'm looking for a strong man to take me out on an adventure, because clearly the ones here aren't up for it. <laughs> I look like amazingly a grey cub, like, trying to, like, make believe like, some kind of lover's quarrel or whatever. <laughs> Are you guys just shouting at each other across the uh, yeah. 20 feet? <laughs> 30 feet? Yeah. <laughs> did you call... <laughs> did you just say any names then, Beatrice? Are you Minatok? The, okay, oh, no, you no, didn't... no, like, of the party members, no, absolutely, I didn't, no, I was just like, um, I used very general language. Okay, okay. I have a question for the uh bartender whose name do we have the bartender's name uh you haven't heard it yet no uh bartender so sorry what is your name my name sir is russell you can call me russ russell russ russ um i was just wondering there's lots of uh very strong looking people here is there uh do you have perchance like a 
a betting fight pit or anything like that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Just... <laughs> we don't talk about fight pit. Right? <laughs> First rule of fight pits, yes, I've heard. Know what number two rule is? We don't, we don't talk, talk about, about fight, pit. fight pit. See? Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, I know. And he just says, he gives you a wink and a nod. Yeah. And where does this not fight pit happen? You're going to throw yourself in the ring there. If there was a fight pit, not saying that there is. Yes. Stick around. Stick around. We'll make sure you get in that ring. You, uh... You ever put animals in the ring? Like, uh... Ever had a big man fight a dire wolf? Ever had a little man fight a duck? Ever waited back against firewood? Man, maybe you have a witch. Uh, against animals? No, we're not. Not, not, not that kind of thing here. It's just mono e mono, person v person, one on one, hand to hand combat. Just a bit of entertainment, something to wager. But look, I've got other customers to serve, but. Just stick around. And he gives you, Imper, a nice big pat on the shoulder and tries to just like feel up muscle size and stuff like this a little bit, just around the shoulder. Not going for a grow. She, she doesn't flex, but he can tell there's muscle. Okay. And he's like, he seems impressed as he walks off to tend to other customers. He makes his way back behind the bar to get things refilled to see you there, Beatrice. He hands you. What I think you're pretty now are fairly thirsty and gives you that one uh, mug of ale that he was carrying around for you. Oh, sweet. Yes, I believe this is yours. Oh, marvellous. Great. And it's at that moment, Greykov, you feel the weight of a massive hand just sort of thump you around your neck and grab you. And you hear a voice that just says, Gregov, it couldn't be. And you turn around and see a massive green skinned orc with half a missing tooth of one of his tusks. And he wears a massive gold chain around his neck and he says look pops it's Greykov he's still alive and that I... is all in tonight's session no. oh. <laughs> what what <laughs> did, did that sound did that sound slightly sinister like yeah, Imp is reaching for, Imp is reaching yeah, for a weapon right now. He's <laughs> ended the session, guys. Oh. No, it's What? What? I want to say a small man fought a duck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, I was promised. <laughs> but yeah, what's well, covered? Good times. We'll end the session there tonight. Make sure you tune in again next week. As we may discover, 
what the hell had just happened and see a man fight a duck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Mine's a duck, man. <laughs> um, but by all means, um, please come and join us in the Discord. I'm going to go and put my uh, little recap in there in the Patreons channel shortly. So watch out for that. You are more than welcome to join us as a Patreon member to get access to all this extra content. We have session write-ups each week. We have little video clips from myself um, every now and then as well, looking back and looking forward on sessions. And don't forget, you can catch this session and all previous sessions from this campaign in our podcast. And you can find all the links to all the different things at our... No, I think what you should we... let him know now. How does he come what? up behind him when Greg comes back to the wall? Ooh. That's a good point. That's a good point. Face through the wall. Um, <laughs> I did. I did get confused and thought that Tolbin was Greykov. Shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I specifically sat in the corner. Like, okay, that's fair. We'll figure it out. So, instead of coming up to slap you on the shoulder, he comes and slaps um, Tolbin on the back, but looks straight at you. <laughs> just because he's in the group, gives Tolbin a pat on the back and looks straight at you, Greykov, and just says, "Greykov, that you." So, same result. Um, but to hand on someone else's back. Tom is definitely going to turn around and go, I'm not Greykov. <laughs> <laughs> He's there. Tom immediately turns into a duck. Do <laughs> 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 we level up? No, you don't level up. You level up when I say you level up. This is a long campaign. Get ready for infrequent level ups. <laughs> Somebody, somebody screen capture that and uh, turn those you level up into a, just a whole piece. <laughs> <laughs> you level up. You level up. <laughs> but yes, we will end it there. Again, join us in the Discord. Join us next week. Join us in the podcast oh, and everywhere yeah. else we are. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, Great yeah. Job. Bye. Bye. That is. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to The Raging Rolls playing Icewind Dale, Rime of the Frostmaiden. Catch us live on Thursdays at twitch.tv slash ragingrolls and connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Threads and Instagram as at ragingrolls. Until next time, adventurer, for the Queen of the Rhyme.